Welcome back to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast with your hosts, Joey and Mike. Many thanks for listening in, liking, and subscribing. If you haven't done so, do us a favor and smash that like and subscribe button and turn on all notifications. We really do appreciate it. If you haven't joined the Discord or Patreon, the link's in the description down below. A fantastic community talking crypto 24-7. I guarantee you won't be disappointed. And most importantly, it's absolutely free to join. And let's get into some crypto talk. Joey, the market finally dumped. Let's go. What's going on, bro? Yo, Mikey. Yeah, pretty good over here, mate. Yeah, and it certainly did dump uh, as we as we kind of predicted, as we kind of saw it was kind of going down, you know, as expected. You know, if you're again in the Discord, following the channel, shouldn't be any surprises, right? You know, it's unfortunate um, IK couldn't join us as well this evening, but, you know, he's had to he's had to be away doing something, taking care of something. So, yeah, we're going to get into this one. I think it's going to be interesting with, like I said, Markets dumping always always good to talk about it when the when the market's doing something instead of crabbing along, right? Yeah, it's always good that uh, when we talk about it prior days to recording and we say, "Hey, please be careful because the market's going to go down," and then it actually goes down. It continues to give us credibility, right? Like that's yeah. my favorite part. Yeah, I've had a lot of messages today actually, just saying you know great calls and you know appreciate all the work you're doing and what you guys are talking about you know it's it's making certain people keep their money on the side so you know that, that, that kind of makes us feel good makes it makes it all worthwhile of course everything we say is you know not financial advice of course <laughs> of course things we say you know we're not going to get everything right nobody is no influencer is no one on youtube no one on twitter whatever no economic analyst genius on Bloomberg is going to get anything right. And certainly Jim Cramer isn't right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, you know, yeah, I think we're doing better than old Jim. I think we're doing better than Jim Cramer at the minute, if I'm honest. But, uh, you know, not bad, not bad for some amateurs. But yeah, on a serious note, you know, like I said, it, we're making some calls, going well at the minute. But yeah, trying to look after the community. Yeah, it's, uh, I, of course, uh, got uh, antsy as it's dumping last night, and you know, added to Zillica's position which still is in structure based off of some TA from earlier today. Sandbox, we'll see what happens. I added back to Sandbox. So I sold two days ago. Then I was like, hmm, let's see if I can rinse this again. I just try to make a couple, you know, it, whether I make five or 600 bucks on a swing, that's fine. Uh, but last night, you know, I woke up at two in the morning and uh, I looked at the market. And I was like, oh no, it, it, it lost structure. So, uh, yeah, it was pretty interesting to see Bitcoin break that 19,000 finally and start heading down. I, I did. I did actually buy some crypto this morning as well. You know, I bought back into. Oh, yeah, I bought back into Jasmine because uh, I sold I sold out Jasmine at 10 cent back back in at, um, seven and a half. So, you know, it's a good it's a good swing again. And, you know, if it goes back up to eight and a half, nine cent, if it does, then I'll probably sell again and then look to buy at six. That's all I've been doing. I've just been going up, down, up, down, just buying, not adding any more fiat, but just accumulating those coins. Yeah, I've been trying to swing Zillica and Sandbox just because the structure is a little bit different. But uh, yeah, I mean, right now, as we're talking, Bitcoin's making a little tiny move back from where it was. What last night it ended up at like 18,200 range. Now we're at like 19,400 time of recording. So it's made a decent move. Stocks are starting to move up a little bit. Uh, obviously, we have the FMOC meeting on Wednesday, uh, which I think will create volatility, whether it be up or down. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, and then for, uh, you know, obviously the XRP thing that we spoke about yesterday, we're still kind of waiting to see what happens there. Uh, we got the Vassal hard fork still to come on Thursday. So we'll ADA dump, you know, because of the news event type deal. You know, so it's a volatile week for crypto and definitely for stocks in general. Obviously, all eyes on the FMOC 
uh, on Wednesday to see kind of where we're at. You know, it's interesting. Uh, every week I work, I do, I do cabinet refinishing for those that don't know. Every week I work with a different couple or different, you know, wife and husband. And it's funny because we always get into crypto talk somehow. And they're like, oh man, I've always wanted to get into that. And I'm like, well, why didn't you get into that? Well, it's scary. And I'm like, well, we do a podcast. You should come check us out. So it's funny, Joey, still, you know, whoever I talk to, they're still very scared of crypto and getting involved. And these are just everyday, you know, retail investors, but uh, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. I mean, there's absolutely, you know, there's fantastic stories about, um, you know, how anyone gets into crypto. I, I, I've mentioned before on the channel, you know, my journey, like, I can't believe I'm still, you know, we're about like what, 90, maybe a hundred days into this, you know, talking to you guys on YouTube. And I can't believe I'm on YouTube talking about crypto when, you know, I haven't been in crypto for you know, a huge amount of time. Um, and, you know, it all came about by accident, but I'm absolutely loving the journey at the moment. You know, we had a new member in in Discord today who was in the, the live stream and, you know, telling tell us about, you know, their story and, you know, went from essentially um, s selling beer to, uh, in in the uk he could no longer do that so he ended up flipping nfts and just completely changed his business plan and became a, an nft trader in, in his mid 50s which i thought you know or early 50s rather so i thought you know that's absolutely fantastic you know, cool story and, that's you know, pretty cool yeah it, ju it just shows you that like think think of all your friends and your family around you and you know they may not be in crypto today but tomorrow's another day right next year is another year and i do believe i I am bullish on crypto adoption. I'm, I'm long crypto, like macro. I do believe this technology is the future. That's why I wanted to get involved. That's why, you know, yes, I got into it by accident, but I quickly realized that I was like, okay, lost a little bit of money, got into this accident. What am I doing now? But hang on, let's wake up. What, what actually, you know, let's learn. Let's realize what this is and then go, oh, wow. Yeah, this is where we're going. Okay. You know, that's, that's what it's all about. Yeah, what's interesting, you just said we've done about 100 videos. So this is actually, I just looked it up, I think. For, so when me, you, and Imran took over the Cheeky Crypto Podcast channel, uh, there was, I think there was either two or three videos on there. So we're either at, this is either episode 97 or episode 98. So we're fast approaching episode 100, which is going to be interesting the day that episode 100, Joey, depends on what number it is. I think that's the day we might put out that special video that we were supposed oh, to yeah. put out. So I think that would be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. But yeah, let's do a quick market overview, uh, Joey. So let's see. Let's Let me get do into it. it. Yeah, coin market cap. We are sitting. Wow, uh, nine hundred thirty-five billion dollar uh, market cap, uh, down one point seven nine percent over the last day. Bitcoin last seven days is down thirteen and a half percent. Ethereum down twenty-one percent. Uh, obviously. Since last night, we were starting to make some moves. You know, XRP actually making another big move. Bitcoin right now, Joey's at 19.5. So getting some green candle on Bitcoin. But uh, it's interesting. XRP last night dumped its face off. And now it's already back up 10% today. It's approaching that same level we talked about yesterday. So a lot of FOMO going on with XRP right now. Uh, there is definitely some FOMO there, but I'm just looking at it from a technical perspective perspective looking left you know 40 cent it's major it is major resistance you know once that once it kind of lost that sort of 55 cent region and we ended up down to where, where we did uh 40 cents was always going to be major major resistance uh the last time it was out of 40 cents I, I shorted i've still got that position i've opened up another position now uh, on on a different exchange different trade i've just you know taken a looking to take a bit of a scalp short here at 39 
with you know tight tight stop loss if it, if it breaks through 40 which is absolutely possible then we're in a different structure and you know we're gonna have to reassess and you know take take the l on that one but i i think you know personally risk reward i personally just wouldn't be buying xrp now reason being is because look i mentioned it on the channel yesterday this is nothing against xrp nothing against ripple i think you know I do think it's gonna gonna moon. I do think it's gonna be you know a, g- a great opportunity. I just I just don't feel like that you know everything going to the lawsuit as we mentioned yesterday. Go watch yesterday's show back if you didn't catch it. Um, that you know just don't think that that lawsuit's coming to an end, you know immediately. Um, right. So I think there's I think there's lower prices to come. I think this is just a can This is just a FOMO pump to me. It just looks like a scam pump. Yeah. So what's interesting about Bitcoin's move last night was. Uh, you know, obviously we were saying Bitcoin could go up, Bitcoin could go down. Uh, so it lost 18,500 level, uh, which is a certain bullish, more bullish structure to get it to go back up. This is all small time frames, guys. Uh, so we lost that last night, which kind of invalidated us going to that $23,000, range. But does it mean that we're not going to, you know, go back and, you know, get into the 20K range? I mean, we're, we're, we're making our way to it now. And I think based off the FMOC meeting on Wednesday, kind of could determine which direction we go short term. Long term, Bitcoin losing that 18,500 level, we are definitely going to see lower lows. Uh, Not financial advice, but I think we're definitely going to possibly lose 17K, get into that 16K range. And honestly, if we lose 17K, I think there's going to be some people that have been holding for a long time that are just terrified and they're just going to start dumping off. You know, and obviously based on Nick's TA that he did this morning, if we lose 14,600, we're definitely probably going to go down to about 10K. So, Joey, what's your thoughts on the next couple of days? Do you see Bitcoin? Obviously, right now, as we're speaking, Bitcoin's around that 19,500. I think we're going to, do you think we could get back to 21K? Do you think we're going to see lower lows first? Obviously, the FMOC meeting is going to determine which direction we go right like i just feel like that's what's going to happen unfortunately yeah okay i'm gonna i'm gonna put it like this uh first of all could we get back to 21k yes we could uh i i kind of feel that for that to have any chance you know it'd have to be 75 base points in my opinion um that's the only way that that's going to have any chance However, you know, I, I, I did watch, I did watch um, Crypto Savvy today and, you know, interesting what he was saying that, you know, he's, he's made a lot of good calls. Of course, nobody calls everything right. And he wasn't saying that this is going to happen, um, but he did say, you know, there's a possibility, right? And because I'm glad you mentioned 20K. I mean, just realistically think about this. He said, is that the last time that 20K has been seen on Bitcoin for a year? That's what he said on his channel. And I thought, wow, you know, when you, you kind of like sit back and listen for, you know, that that's you, you can't say it's impossible, right? It, you could we could have just waved a twenty k goodbye. We just don't know, which sounds crazy. Say right now because we're only what you said we're nineteen five at the minute time recording. We're only five hundred. We're only five hundred bucks away. It could come back. It could come back in one week as I'm talking now. So, look, I think twenty one k is possible, but I think it would need something you know not disastrous to 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 happen this week. But I I kind of. I, I'm just more kind of bearish. I, I may, maybe we're get, gonna get a get bounce to twenty, twenty thousand five hundred, maybe twenty one, but I don't think we're going there much higher than that. I mean, there's still people expecting thirty k, twenty five k. I don't, I just, I don't see it. And you know, to be fair, one of them is another like you know serious trader that I respect, and he kind of, he's quite you know kind of feel that we're gonna go back to thirty k before before ten k, which I can understand the theory behind that because that would be max pain, right? 
I mean, that would be horrible. What go to 30 K and then dump from there. Yeah. I mean, that would oh, be, that, would, that, suck, that would really suck, which I'm kind of thinking I could kind of see from like a whale manipulation why you would want to do that. Cause that would be horrible. Could you um, imagine shorting but, Bitcoin from 30 K down to 10 K? Like that would be so amazing. Well, I mean, if you say, if you search in some places, there's, there's people still holding shorts from 60 K. Um, oh my God. Insane, insane ROIs. Right. But let's just get back to get back to where I think it's going short, uh, short to medium term. I, I kind of, yeah, I agree with you. I kind of feel that if once 18 K goes, if 18 K was to go, cause eight, 18, five or just under 18, five, that's like, this is like last level uh, support. Really. If eight, if 18 K goes, uh, I think the trap door is open minimum to 16 K. But I, I think, I think 14 K is more realistic then, you know, we've talked about it. That's going to trigger a, a five wave. Um, that's going to tr trigger an impulsive move uh, from an Elliott wave uh, standpoint. On the weekly. On the weekly, yeah. So I think we could go to 14, maybe bounce back up to 1920, and then, you know, head 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 down again. Um, but look, I've said it. I've said it today in our Discord. I do not expect 10K to hold on Bitcoin. I just don't. I, it can't be 100%, um, but hold you know, as far as like as in, as, in, as in i as in i do believe i will see a bitcoin but below 10k at some at some stage i don't know if it's going to be next month i don't know if it's going to be in six months i just believe i will see it so i'm kind of you know i'm saying i'm over 60 percent sure that i'm gonna probably see that that's that's my gut feeling. so the last time bitcoin was at that number was must have been 2020 see. This is closed at 10,854, June of 2019. 10, 000, yeah, roughly 2019 is what this is saying. Yeah, it should have uh, been, been 2020 because obviously- Yeah, 20, the, October 2020. Yeah, yeah, because that's recovering from the COVID crash. Right, the, right. the COVID crash took it down to what, three, three and a half thousand in, in the March of 2020. And then, uh, yeah, would have pulled back, back up that year. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, March of 2020 dumped down to, oh my God, it dumped down to 3,700. <laughs> yeah, but can, can you imagine the, buying Bitcoin at 3,700 right now? Yeah, but Mike, again, also covered on the Crypto Savvy channel. I'm not saying, <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm not meaning to talk a lot about him here, but I'm just saying, you know, from a technical standpoint, it is possible. Could we get a double bottom? Could we get a well, macro yeah, double bottom? Look, there's resistance years? on the way back down. I think this has been discussed. Look, we no one knows what the hell is going to happen. These are all speculative things, you know. I for, I for saw. Me, sorry, mate, I was going to say for me, what's going to lead the way is the Dow Jones, right? Eyes on eyes on the Dow Jones. I know everyone likes to kind of focus on the S and P, but if you for me, the Dow Jones is a little bit more accurate. You've got you know it, it's a it's a it's a bigger market. You know, S and S and P is good to track, but I think I think the Dow Jones. If I think uh, sub thirty k, I really do think is I'm I'm pretty certain I'm going to see it, but there's a big difference between, you know, 29K on the Dow Jones or 24, 25K on the Dow Jones. If we see 20, if we see like, you know, lower, lower to mid 20, 20,000s on the Dow Jones, I think, you know, Bitcoin's going to be well in single figures. I, we're definitely going lower. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to tell, man, because we don't know what macro events are going to happen. We don't know if China's going to, you know, if their housing market's going to crash eventually, we, we, we know it's coming. Like, these are things we're not even talking about and market's still dumping, right? Like nothing's come out about the China situation. The war is still going on. You know, 
FedEx coming out on last Friday saying we're going into a global recession. I mean, dude, that's just the overall macro environment. It's just shit. Yes, because investors, investors and smart money, because that, let's be honest, institutional smart money has already smelt it. They, 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 they can smell it or you can, the fact that they've taken, you know, look, look at the, the charts that, you know, Nick, Nick's putting up. Like, this is why I kind of feel like people were saying, you know, oh, why aren't we going back up now? Why, 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 why is it dumping? Because there's no volume and there's no volume because the institutional money is out. Okay. When there's no volume, when there's low volumes, like dire, dire low volume, it's a lot easier to go down than it is to go up. You need, you need, yes, you need selling volume to go down as well, but you need more volume to, to, to pump up. Like it, it, there's no, there's no interest. There's no supply trade. and demand, baby supply and demand, right? There's more it, supply than there is for demand right now. Exactly. And nobody wants to offload any cash into this market. I feel like the 900 and whatever, $53 billion is people that have been in this since 2020. Like that's people's money that's still sitting there. Now, whether or not they decide to go ahead and take profits right now, because we're going to go to 10 K that's going to be the thing that happens, right? Institutions that have been holding since 2020 retail whales, people that have been holding since, you know, $3,000 Bitcoin, are they finally going to say, Oh, maybe I should sell right now. And then I could buy and accumulate more at the bottom. That's going to be the overall. I think if we lose that 18 K, those people start deciding, okay, now maybe I need to get out because this doesn't look good. Like Bitcoin's, you know, it's potentially going to lose 15K, go down to 10K. It's going to be crazy. And the people that are, that are in it still, these are probably smart, smart whale money type people. Like they're going to have their own TA kind of things and kind of have some overall stuff. But yeah, look, it's going to be interesting. Whatever happens, all I know is we've been saying we're going to go down. We're starting our make our way down. How long this shit's going to take, nobody knows. Will it, will it require a macro event for us to get down to 10K? I don't know. I think losing specific numbers on the brain, right? Losing 18K, losing 17,000 triggers something in people's minds that are like, oh shit, this is not good, right? Same thing that you said, Dow Jones loses 30K. That is not a good look. NASDAQ, say NASDAQ loses 10K, not a good look. Yeah, there's a lot of, you're right there. There's a lot of like psychological psychological right. numbers on on this on this journey absolutely you know and i mean i'm looking at your know, dxy as well got to keep your eyes on the dxy for me again look market's going up these last few hours because the dxy is pulling back but every time we keep saying the dxy is pulling back it's just a short time frame retrace and then it yeah. goes higher and right. then it comes back a little bit more and then it goes higher yeah. and it, it, it's just been relentless like this for weeks and like it it just keeps seeming to find support that little bit, you know, like a, one more step up the stairs, the DXY finds support. And it, it, I'm looking at it now and it looks like, I think last week I was talking about it, looking at like rock solid support at 108. It now looks like it's on support at 1095. You know, it, we've seen it, you know, test over 110. For me, I've said 112 just looks like a magnet. Then, you know, I do expect a bit more, you know, of a retrace. If you don't get a retrace from 112, then, you know, Christ, it's going straight to 120. But I, I don't think it would go straight to 120. But 112 is going to be damaging enough. And I do think that's where it's headed. Yeah, guys, look, I know I know we're blagging a lot today. But to be honest with you, there is really not a lot of news to talk about. The only thing that we can ever find is somebody giving their thoughts and opinions like us on Ethereum and Bitcoin and, and investors and all this other bullshit. And somebody's giving out their technical advice, whatever, which that's fine. Uh, you know, I, I personally like to listen to one person. I, I try to just listen to Nick and, you know, Savage and Festoon for us. 
That's just how I roll. Joey listens to a lot of other people and then kind of makes a decision based off of a conglomerate of TA. Uh, I have noticed that's a nice that word, Mike. I like that <laughs> conglomerate. Yeah, you're welcome. Maybe we should make that the title, the conglomerate TA. Um, uh, what is it? Capo. Uh, so Yo, Capo he, crypto. Yeah. Yeah. So he sometimes aligns with Nick, right? As far as numbers are concerned, I've noticed that lately that whatever Capo tweets out, Nick also has the same inside of Nick's Elliott Wave theory, how he's doing it. They think the it's numbers, the same guy. <laughs> ah, it's not the same guy for sure. Uh, but I did see something from Capo earlier today calling, you know, roughly 20,500 to 20,800 and then a dump uh, back down to lower lows. So, uh, but I think Capo was saying something about we needed to go down to low 18s first, which I think we got there uh, roughly 18,200 is where we got. Yeah, it, it depends how much higher we go at the minute because this this could still on the sort of one to four hour kind of time scale could be a way for. So we could just tip over tonight and could just catch a few people out here. Possibly, it's possible. Yeah, guys, look, we're covering this because we don't want you to get caught out, right? Like, I don't want you guys to think that like you're about to get screwed, right? Like this, this Wednesday is going to determine a whole lot of stuff. So there's going to be a move. Sometimes, sometimes the best trade is no trade. Uh, and oh, 100%, and right, Mike, 100%. And, and right now, I don't think is a good time. I, I probably was stupid to buy stuff last night, but I bought those two because their structures still remain the same. I bought those two because, you know, I'm listening to this every single day. I'm asking questions every single day. Like some of you guys, you're not in the Discord. You're just listening to the podcast. So, you know, sometimes it might be good for you to jump into the Discord just so you kind of have an idea. We don't want you to lose money, basically. That's just the end of the Joey and I have lost enough money that now we're telling you how to not lose money, which is just be patient. You know, this is not a market unless you're a skilled trader or you have money to throw away to trade is, is, is it would be my advice. Uh, obviously not financial advice, but that would be my advice coming from someone who has lost plenty of money uh, in this crypto space, not understanding volatility and not understanding macro events affect Bitcoin, affect crypto. Unfortunately, we're under a trillion dollars. We're a small asset class. so. Uh, it's kind of unfortunate, but it is what it is. So, but it's still, but that said, it's still a maturing market, and that's exactly why it's affected by these. You know, go go back to to crypto in five five six years ago, it wasn't really affected at all. So, yeah, no, I agree. Sorry, I thought you were going to keep going on. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's run down. Look, ApeCoin is doing very well. Uh, ApeCoin has been doing great things. I did have an influx, so um, I need to find this specific website on ApeCoin. I'm still very bullish on ApeCoin, but there's a website that you could check their tokenomics of when they're releasing. Uh, there's still a lot of coins that need to be released, but two thirds. The- yeah. Just, just over two thirds of the supply, Mike. You know, I was talking again, it's funny you bring this one up because I was talking to people about this in the discord. So, you know, you gotta be, gotta be careful on ApeCoin. Yeah. Last because- month was one of their biggest releases though. I think it was 312 million got released last month. Uh, that's, I think the, it was, that's the total it's up to right now. I think there's still 700 million supply left of because there's 1 billion coins in total, I believe. But there's only 300 million out there. Maybe I read the wrong it. chart. There was like five different charts inside this tokenomic thing. I did see that last month. Normally, it's like like 10 million, 10 million, 20 million. But last month on August 18th was 312 million. So there was a big influx, which that got bought up, I'm assuming, because it's still it's still pumping, man. Like ApeCoin today is still up quite a bit. When I go on a uh, coin market yeah. cap, six dollars is- $6 seems to be like five eighty, five ninety, six dollars seems to be an interesting level. Seems to seems to be resistance to me. 
Last 24 hours, it's up 15% on coin market cap, which that's that's a lot. That's the but biggest it, it, one. It, it just keeps bouncing between sort of 450 and 580, 590, right? It uh, seems to be at resistance. I, I would, I'd be surprised if it goes through here, if, if I'm honest. Yeah, uh, look, I'm, I'm going to get involved with ApeCoin. Uh, I think that's going to be my metaverse play because I, I, I like what they got going on. So that's just another project that I'd seen that was green, that was kind of doing some good stuff. Uh, it does follow the market pretty heavily, though. It does do a lot of what Bitcoin does. So if Bitcoin dumps, typically ApeCoin dumps. I'm sure there's a lot of similar investors that are involved in both projects. Um, but uh, yeah, Joey, that's that's all I got for the uh, market overview. You got a couple of news articles? Yeah, I mean, one that's interesting, it's just solely affecting uh, the UK. Um, UK financial watchdog issues warning against uh, crypto exchange FTX. Well, this was quite interesting. So we've got uh, what we call the uh, Financial Conduct Authority, kind of a bit like the, slightly different, but a bit like the SEC in the UK, okay? But kind of, um, they make all the rules to do with uh, finance and, and markets, et cetera. And yeah, they've, they've warned customers against their dealing with FTX, as, as we know, is the um, exchange run by a billion, billionaire, Arthur, uh, Sam Bankman-Fried. And this is the latest clash that there's been between uh, British authorities and offshore uh, digital asset companies. There's, they're essentially saying that um, FTX the, is, you know, Bahamas, Bahamas based and appearing to be um, offering products and services in the UK uh, without its authorization, uh, according to a statement that they've made on the website. So whether this is in terms of just, you know, marketing, advertising, uh, you know, some way customers have are essentially being being targeted, being contacted, etc. Well, FTX doesn't have obviously, um, you know, the what's the word I'm looking for? It doesn't have the doesn't have the correct authority. Has hasn't essentially worked with the FCA to be able to do this. So you know, it's caused a bit of a caused a bit of a hoodah, and you know, you don't know. Um, the FTX FTX, for instance, could be essentially you know banned uh, banned in the UK banned in the UK. I mean, it was back last year. Binance uh, run into a bit of trouble uh, in the UK doing a sort of similar thing. However, since then, you know, Binance has played the game, worked alongside the FCA and made sure, uh, they're doing everything, they're doing everything right to work in the UK. So going to be interesting to see if, you know, what, what FTX's response to this is. Yeah. FTX has been in the news here in the States lately. They're continuing to buy companies and buy this and buy that. So he must have a lot of cash on the side. So, uh, I wanted to bring up this quick news article, Joey. So, we touched on this the other day about Do Kwan, but South Korea asked Interpol to issue a red notice for Terra co-founder Do Kwan. Uh, authorities in Singapore confirmed that Kwan is no longer in the city-state while he maintains he is not, quote-unquote, on the run. Uh, the Financial Times is reporting that authorities in South Korea are said to be asking Interpol to issue a red notice for Do Kwan uh, as his current location is unknown. Now, I do not know completely what a red notice is, but uh, Do Kwan actually responded in a tweet, said that he is not on the run and is in full, quote-unquote, cooperation with the authorities and has, quote-unquote, nothing to hide. He also said that unless we are friends, have plans to meet, or involved in a GPS-based Web3 game, you have no business knowing my GPS coordinates. I don't know, dude. Sounds shady. <laughs> I just, I'm just do you want me to read that last, you want me to read that last part one more time because that was pretty interesting what he said actually yeah go for it all right well, let me read that one more time so he said that unless and these are in quotations we are friends 
have plans to meet or are involved in a GPS-based Web3 game, you have no business knowing my GPS coordinates. What the what what the I hell mean, is going on? It's super super shady, isn't it? I mean, what I always laugh this is, guy is like, used you know, to be like, a billionaire. It's like if you well, he probably still is. He's cashed in, but it's like you know, you're on the run, right? <laughs> you're on the run. And you're like, <laughs> you have time I'm, to tweet. I, I'm not on the run. Uh, you know, if someone was on the run and they were going to respond, I'm, I mean, that's exactly what they would say, right? I mean, it's, it's just absurd. It, it, you can't write this kind of stuff, but you know, it's almost kind of a bit like a John McAfee kind of kind of thing. Do Juan, <laughs> maybe, maybe do, maybe Juan's trying to get a little. Maybe he's got a team following him for Netflix as well. So we'll see what happens here on this one. This could be interesting. I actually really enjoyed the John McAfee special on Netflix. That, that was, was actually wild. It <laughs> was crazy how that dude lived his life. All I'm saying is I would not want to have been on that boat. <laughs> nah, <laughs> no, cr- thank you. <laughs> crazy, crazy dude right there. But yeah, the fact that Doquan's tweeting, he's not on the run, but he knows that he has a warrant out for his arrest. If you know, you, if you didn't do anything wrong, then go turn yourself in. Where's he going, do you reckon? British Virgin Islands, Belize, <laughs> Guatemala? Mar- Mars. He's probably asking Elon to fly him to Mars or something. Um, Joe, you have one more article, I think. Yes. Yeah. Going back uh, stateside. So just uh, we've got uh, the U.S. Treasury as wanting the public to comment on crypto's role in illicit finance. So, again, not surprising. Look, Treasury Department, all, all these um, you know national organizations are looking to you know clamp down on on scams and illicit finance. So they're essentially reaching out to the public, asking the wider community to weigh in on how digital assets you know might be used in illegal activities and, and essentially what what. What did they think that the, the what does the public think rather that the the Treasury Department should be doing about this and how how should they respond? So it's almost like they're kind of like surveying uh, the the wider crypto community to be like you know what can we do to you know cramp cramp down on this? It's quite interesting, but you know you kind of feel like they would kind of like you know law enforcement or whatever would kind of know what they're doing, but apparently not. No, they're looking to the public for for help. You know, but maybe maybe it's just kind of like. They're looking to, you know, write things into regulations and, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just kind of, I'm kind of guessing that, you know, they're just looking for the crypto community to to weigh in on uh, their experiences uh, of, you know, hacks, of, of scams, of, of of how money's been taken, et cetera. So, you know, maybe it's, it's almost like kind of like, yeah, like like market research to to in, in the in the fight against uh, illicit finance and crypto, but interesting. Yeah, I'm still ready for regulation. I don't know how these guys on Senate, Congress, White House, I have no idea how these people are going to regulate crypto when they're not even involved with it. You know, well, the, I, the, that's, that's it. That, I mean, that, that article pretty much says it, right? Because you're saying like that, that they're not involved in it. So it's almost like, it's like, oh, we need to do something about crypto. It's like, do you guys know anything about crypto? No, let's ask the people who are in crypto. <laughs> right. Well, I think that's why Charles Hoskinson has been on Capitol Hill you know, discussing crypto, explaining crypto, explaining blockchain, uh, explaining the utilization of blockchain. Same thing for Ripple. Uh, you know, Ripple's been up there. Besides the court case, they've still been up there uh, at Capitol Hill chatting about crypto. And I mean, it's coming no matter what. The only way that I think crypto doesn't survive would be if Bitcoin just literally loses 9K, goes to 2K, and then all the freaking altcoins I think it, everything will still exist. I think it'll just be a long road of recovery. I think adoption would slow down. I think it would just be a horrible, horrible situation. But hopefully that doesn't happen. I don't think it'll happen. But we'll see. 
I'm just ready to buy Bitcoin at 10K. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I give my son that Bitcoin when he's 18 years old. It's going to be sick. It's going to be insane. Um, all right. So big week ahead of us. Today was kind of a blagget. Uh, just kind of discuss the, the dump tomorrow. Nothing really. I, the FOMC meeting starts tomorrow. Nothing really comes out from that. Um, but all eyes on the Fed, man. That's all. That's all it is this week. As we're wrapping up today, I'm going to give you, let's see, the Dow. Dow's doing pretty good. It's up about uh, up 200 points. Uh, oh, sorry. It closed up 200. S&P closed up 26. Just closed, right? Yep, just closed. So that's pretty good numbers. I mean, usually during the week of the FOMC, nothing happens. Everything's kind of flat. So today probably went up. Tomorrow will probably go down. And then we'll get the big move on uh, Wednesday. Up or down, we don't know. Joey, final thoughts, bro? probably way in towards downtown but you know never never can be certain but yeah like i said might be a little bit of a, a scam pump a little pump uh before we get there or you know kind of a kind of a flat move not expecting much i i kind of align with that but yeah thanks to all the new subscribers thanks for you know all your support keep smashing that like we really appreciate it and also again mentioned it yesterday i'll mention it again you know we've got amazing you know offers uh, links links for all are in the description below you know especially if you're using the likes of uh trade and view and you're paying uh you know your, your full monthly subscription get a discount use our link check it out again if you're using vpn we've got money off nord vpn there's so much in there if you're trading on bybit and you want to you know tra trade with us then you know use our use our affiliate code you get up to a four thousand uh, usdt bonus i've also got you know discount uh, sorry affiliate code also for bitget and so much more and there's loads more coming and you know the community's asked us you know to basically just go find all the best deals of all the things that you guys are asking for so we're, we're working hard all the time behind the scenes to make these things happen for you guys so we appreciate it just just keep give, bringing us all the information just keep bringing everything that you want us to get yeah perfectly said my friend all right, guys, gals, we will catch you tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening in. Make sure you smash that like, smash the subscribe button, and we will catch you in the next one. Take care.